You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Wealth Talk Podcast. And I'm so grateful. Now the show is on a whole other level. You know, we got big time, big time developers in the house right now. I'm so grateful and I'm so excited about this talk right now that we're going to have. You know, I'm with a special person who's, you know, been doing things in many different areas, you know, business and philanthropy, right? Thank you. I appreciate you, Isaac Oluwolofi. Nice to be here. Thank uh, you very much. Yes. No, this took Well Top Podcast to a whole other level right now, you know, so, um, you know, I, I've gotten to know you from the past years. Um, when I when I talked to you, you I think I, I, I brought you back a little bit. Yes, we're gonna yes. do a lot of that today, right. you know, because I want to start there. Yeah. You know, I want to go all the way back. I want to go from you know uh, where were you born? Yep. You know what was life like growing up? You know, and how you became you know who you are now. Absolutely, absolutely. And all again, we've we've gone back several years, so it's great to great to tell the story and again sort of. Uh, give a little bit of the history mm-hmm. you know, of, of Dreammaker, the history of you know myself and and coming into this country, being born in Nigeria, you know, first of um, of four kids. Um, I have another two brothers and a sister. Okay. Um, came here when I was four years old. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah. and then you know now I'm a full fledged uh, Canadian. Oh, know, yeah. What was the reason for coming? To, to Canada, because obviously you're the oldest, so I don't know yeah. if you remember, but I'm sure you probably hear your parents, what, what their mindset was at that time. Well, so my dad actually came to Ryerson at that time when it was a college. Oh, wow. Um, and then Agoclin College and even in, um, in Ottawa in 78. Okay. okay. So he came here in 78, did engineering, um, finished off, graduated, and then moved back to Nigeria. Okay. Um, and then a few years later, um, both my dad and my mom uh, came here with, with myself and my younger brother at that time, and okay. that's when we made the move here. My mom was working at Toronto General Hospital. So okay. She was working um, in a hospital in Nigeria and then just did the transition here as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so how did your dad know to come to Canada to do school? Yeah, you know what? I've never really asked him that question. I think at that time, a lot of Nigerians were either going to the UK Mm-hmm. or through the states okay. um, to New York or to somewhere in the states mm-hmm. uh, but I think a few a few of his friends um, in, in school back home you know started stop talking about Canada and mm-hmm. he was part of a pack of a few few people that came during that time during the 1975 to 1979 yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. few that came yeah. and they're still friends so it's, uh, it's, it's just nice. great to see that okay okay um, yeah because my parents came around the same time as that time, so I guess at that time there was an uh, outreach, I guess, to Africa. Correct. You know, okay, Correct. okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So you came down, and since he was in school, I'm sure he probably had already had was positioned well. Here is that. Well, again, like you know, back then, even if you were in school, like we're, it's obviously gotten a lot better for the black community. But back then, even going to school, most of the individuals that I feel came here from Africa to go to school was really get the education and then go back home mm. and utilize the education. Mm. So as a result of that, there wasn't really a lot of roots built here. Yeah. Right? Because the intention was really go back home. Okay. Go back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, at one year ended up being two years, three years, five years, and then before you know it, you know, you're living here while still having your mind that, okay, you're going back home because mm. majority of your family is back home. Yeah. But then now more families start here. Coming here, right? So, so that's, that's sort of what happened, right? Because, okay. you know, then aunts and uncles start to come, cousins start to come. And then, you know, like we have a pretty large family here now with cousins mm. and, and other aunts as well, too, and uncles. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so talk about that now. So now you're in Canada. This is a, a new place. Like, we're used to it. Like, yeah, you, obviously, the cold, the weather, you weren't used to that. that like, was, what was it? Give the experience, you know? Well, I'm, I'm trying to remember back. You know, uh, we, we, we lived at Jane and Finch area. Mm-hmm. So, um, lived at Jane and Finch for a few years. 
uh, Topcliffe was, I think was the daycare or, or the school that I went to. It's funny, I bumped into a few of the teachers like a couple years ago at some events and it was just crazy just them telling me some of the stories of how, how I was around that, okay. around that age group and just saying that, you know, I was just always running around and mm -hmm. really just looking to learn new things. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting how that really played out to where I am now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at that time, again, like I said, we're in Jane and Finch, but, you know, my parents were always about, okay, how could they position us in a better environment? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all about environment, mm -hmm. right? So for them, you know, after Jaden Finch, then we moved to Martin Grove and Albion. Okay. Um, and that's around the time I was going to St. John Vianney. And, and really, again, same thing. We were still within, within the city, within the predominantly visible minority community. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, the, the last shift that really, again, shifted the environment was moving to Woodbridge, going into high school, basically. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So when your dad was here, um, what did, was he doing what he did for school, like in terms of professionalizing? No, like again, back then, everyone that graduated from, from college or university, from the black community, were always trying to get, even now it's hard to, when you're coming from, um, from Africa, to work within your profession, mm -hmm. right? And at that yeah, time, yeah, a lot of people yeah, were, were driving cab mm -hmm. or, or trying to, you know, sell cars back home, mm -hmm. right? Move material back home. So it was dabbling in all of those different areas yeah. with always having a passion. Even my mom um, always having a passion of investing okay. in real estate. Oh, for, okay, yeah, from they, early. Yeah, so, they, from very, very early. They, okay. both, they both had that passion of just business, mm. right? And, and trying to do investments. And, and that's why they were always asking questions. And through asking questions, that's why, you know, when we were renting at Jane and Finch, mm -hmm. They still knew, okay, let's buy the house yeah. at Martin Grove and Albion, which they still own that house. Oh, so wow. It's going on probably almost 30 years. Wow. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so they yeah, still yeah, they yeah, still yeah. own it, right? Yeah. And because they always had that, mm. that notion of ownership, mm. right? So no matter the cost, always trying to get into that ownership mm. path. And, you know, they've tried to share that with their with their immediate family as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what you're saying, asking questions, because I take, because most people, that information you don't just get, but I get what you're saying. They were asking questions, so then they figured this stuff out okay. through asking questions. Because there's no system, like we, there was no infrastructure, and that's part of what we're trying to build now for newcomers coming from Africa, mm. coming from the Caribbean, to be able to come to a center where they're exposed to that type of information. Mm. How do we plug into the education system? Mm -hmm. How do we plug into the job system? Mm. Uh, where, where do I go for this or where do I go for that? How do I buy a home? Yeah. Right? Like, you know, that wasn't set up. We yeah. I think at that time there could have been one or two brokerages that was um, from the black community that I can remember around 25. Wow. But, but really, you know, there was really not a lot. Right? Mm, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. you really had to, you know, ask outside of the community. Yeah. And hope that you bump into one or two people that will be able to sort of so, lay the yeah, path. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's yeah. a lot of trial and error. Yeah, exactly. Right, when there's no system built already. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so your parents were in real estate. So that, so you kind of had like a foundation as you were growing up, you know, about real estate. Well, ownership, really, I oh, think. ownership. I think, yeah, I think hey, really is just okay. a, just an aspect of ownership, mm. right? So like I said, if I moved when I was... 15, 16 to Woodbridge, so that we were staying in Martin Grove for about five, six years. Yeah. Yeah. So like literally almost almost 30 years yeah. ago when they bought their their first their first property. Um, and again, you know, they it was expensive at that time, yeah. you know, for them, but they knew that they wanted to move us from renting yeah. to to ownership. ownership. But then okay. again, they still weren't satisfied with that environment. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then you know, that's when they made the shift to move us to, to Woodbridge, yeah. you know, almost 25, 26 years ago, mm -hmm. but knew the value of keeping the first property okay. and renting it out okay. and basically becoming a real estate investor. Yeah. Yeah. Basically becoming a property manager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, mm -hmm. and it was, I remember it was a three bedroom house um, and then a basement. And, you know, that was actually my first understanding of a rooming house because I remember I think they turned one of the dining rooms into a bedroom. Okay. Right? So it ended up being like a four-bedroom house. Okay. They cut it off, shared kitchen, and then the basement. Oh, that was a rooming house. Right? Yeah, they yeah, created a room yeah, house. That was yeah. like 20 plus years ago, okay. right? So 
you know, they, they did that and then we, we moved to Woodbridge and through mm. that got exposure mm. to other ways of doing real estate, right? Mm. And then, you know, that sort of laid the foundation of where we're at. Yeah, probably because they seen even the cash flow that was coming in, they're like, yo, this is not bad. Right, right. <laughs> and that's around the same time my dad got his real estate license. Okay, Yeah, yeah nice. so about 25, again, it'd be about 25, 27 years ago uh, when he got his license mm. and, and then... And then really, again, so that gave now not only the understanding of buying a home, but mm. now from the practice mm. of doing it as a, as a job, mm. of selling real estate yeah. as a job. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, no, that's, that's serious because even me, like when you get into the profession, now you get to go deeper and know more ins and outs of Correct. what's going on. Right. So, so your dad was a real estate agent and then obviously you're, you're on the side. So you're, you're picking all, you're seeing everything what's yeah, going on. Like you don't know, like, you know, as a, as a kid, you're just, you don't know when you're taking it in, but mm -hmm. you, you hear it, you, you see the conversations mm -hmm. and you may not have interest mm -hmm. of it at that time, mm -hmm. but you're hearing it. Mm -hmm. Right. And you if you hear, going on and if you hear good or bad mm -hmm. enough times, it, yeah. it, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunately for me, my parents always try to build an environment where I hear and saw good things, mm -hmm. hear and saw things about business, mm -hmm. hear and saw things about real estate. And then the environment that they brought us into, you know, I was seeing it with my classmates and their parents mm -hmm. and their fathers. And so it, be, it, it became normal mm -hmm. to have those conversations. Okay, so while you're coming up, like say in school, while you're in school and stuff like that, because most people get like different jobs, like I work all kinds of places, you know, so were you working like a job kind of thing or you just got right into real estate from the beginning? Like? No, well, like again, all throughout high school, I was doing like, I remember I, my first job, I think in Woodbridge was at Canada's Wonderland and okay. I worked at the grocery store, oh, nice. right? So I did all those little, yeah. little jobs and I just, again, keep myself, keep myself busy mm. um, while, while playing sports. And also, um, you know, again, math, science, um, calculus, all those different things, um, courses, because the aspiration was to get into the university, mm. right? So, you know, got into U of T, uh, Mississauga campus. And, and really, at that time, the, the aspiration was computer science. Okay, uh, okay. Because I liked, I, liked, uh, I liked computer programming yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I had to learn how to actually program yeah. when I did my first year of university. And I realized, okay, I don't like it that much. Okay. I, I think I like playing on the computer, like uh, playing games yeah, on the yeah, computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I didn't really like But the programming, programming and the code is really yeah. Right? So I knew, I knew right away that mm. programming wasn't it. Mm. Uh, Was that after like your first year or what? Yeah, within my first year, okay, I, okay, okay. I just transitioned right away to to economics. Okay, right. So I knew I wanted to stay within the business mm, mm, um, realm. Mm. Um, so I just shifted over to to economics mm. and management mm. as something that hopefully would take me through the next four years, yeah. four years or so. But then that's when you know. Also, I said, okay, I got to continue to do stuff so I could get real estate, you know, again, like I said, I, after graduating from high school, yeah. a lot of my friends in high school, as we were getting to grade 11, grade 12, OEC at that time, was talking about real estate. Okay. Was talking about buying their first property. Okay. Was talking about, you know, maybe I'll partner up with my dad and get a property. Um, so it was already planted in my head from them. It was planted from my dad yeah, being it. It was yeah. planted by my, my mom and hearing their stories of Martin Grove and, yeah. and property they're managing, uh -huh. right? And then, so going into university, that was something that I, I'm like, how do I get that first one? Mm. And then, you know, I was just working at, working at UPS. Okay. Um, a midnight shift with a few, few close friends. Oh. And then boom, the conversation of real estate came again. Mm. And I, I said, you know what? This is it. I'm going to go get my license. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Go for the license. That's, nice. Okay. That's, that's when I went. Song. Yeah, around 21. Uh, okay. And that's when I went to go get my license. So, mm. again, I was still in my first year of university. Mm. Uh, first year of going into second year of university. What year was this, Ron? <sighs> so, this would have been, man, what year would that have been? 2000. Maybe 2000. No, what, what are we now? Would it be like 17 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 17 years because, yeah, because I'm married 13, been with my girlfriend now, wife. Yeah, yeah, 05. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 05, 04. Okay. Yeah, okay. 04, 05. Yeah, okay, yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it's a pretty, pretty long time ago in terms of that exposure. It's going on yeah. almost 20 years now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going on yeah. almost 20 years now of just that exposure mm. to, the, to the real estate space. So, yeah, it's funny. I did my first 
my first exam, my first real estate exam, and, and I failed it. Oh. So I, was, I, I was like, holy smokes. Right? So, Did you study though? You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the mind assistance program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. I, I I'm not a lot. Like, okay. I, I thought, let me let me wing it. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You probably thought you knew it already because you yeah, know your yeah, dad's yeah, in there. Exactly. <laughs> it was open. I thought it was open book, but you uh-huh, know what? You know the crazy thing because my schedule at that time is I was I was still doing economics at U of T, which you know it's a pretty mm. pretty hard university, and yeah. then at nighttime I was working oh. a midnight mm. shift from twelve to about four or five a.m. Yeah. And then during during sort of the off times that I'm not studying for actual class mm. was when I was studying for, for my yeah, for real my real estate, estate exam, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. the first time I filled, I'm like, I asked myself, like, oh man, maybe maybe this is not for me. Oh, for real? But okay. but again, I'm like, no, let me let me try again. Yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. This time I'm really good yeah, to study. Exactly. Yeah. So then I got it, and then yeah, quickly quickly went through through the courses and got my and then got my license. So mm. I would have been around 22. Okay. Or so, uh, got my license, and around that same time, bought my bought my first property at Marbrook, mm-hmm. Marbrook Lane, Kipling and Steels. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that first property a property that you moved into or what? Or no, it was just no, an no. investment? Never. I've been home, stayed home right until I got married. Okay, yeah. nice. I okay. Had, a whole, had a whole bunch of real estate all rented out okay. right, up, right until I got, like, there's no need to leave the yeah, house. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Parents were looking after yeah, 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 like, for sure. Why leave and start paying uh-huh. mortgage, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, no, so I stayed home and, um, Bought a few properties, Kipling and Steels, Marbrook across mm. the Scarborough Town Center. Um, the first one was the one downtown at Front of Spadina. Mm. Okay, so hold on. I want to, I want to, like, let's get there, right mm. there, okay? Because this is a place where a lot of people are, right? Because you just said, okay, I got my property, and I got the next one, and next one, and next one, right? So a lot of people are at this stage, mm. you know, where they're, they're getting the first one, or the second one, or the third one, or the fourth one. Right. Even myself, I have clients that, you know, like they have uh, two properties and they say, oh, if I get another one, like, how do I have to set it up? Like, am I able to get another one? Mm-hmm. I know. Like, so I want you to talk more about that. How do you know about that? Okay, and like the structure and what is the structure of how to keep getting these different properties? Well, it's changed drastically. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were in the game, you know, there's zero down with a cash back. There's oh, 40, wow. Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's a totally different game. Okay. There, like real estate courses was open book mm-hmm. and only three courses then it shifted to five or six courses yeah now you got to go to the college right and now it's not open book right so as the classes have changed so has the game as well yeah. too so has the policy so has the types of mortgages mm-hmm. the amortization it used mm-hmm. to be 40 year amortization then it went to 30 then I think yeah. it's 25 for some of the insurers, mm. right? There's zero down. I remember Scotia would do, you know, zero down with a cash back Holy. of 6%, of 6% <laughs> with a 40 year amortization. Oh, that's right? So how do, you, how do you lose, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, and, and we were saying, you know, buy your, buy your property, zero down or put down 5% or and get your cash, cash back. back and all this stuff like this. So, okay. Yeah. And but at that time you were able to get a lot of properties as well. Or? Well, no. Well, at that time again, you you could get maybe two, uh-huh. three. But then once you start getting after your second one, then you have to put down close to ten percent, mm. oh, right? Because oh. then, then it got to twenty percent, uh-huh. right? So and then you JV with another person to mm. get one, right? But really, the first two was you know five to zero down, right? Wow. And and again, and that's that was all before the pre-construction bug. Mm-hmm. It was just again buying whatever was affordable. Yeah. Um, on the resale, yeah, on the resale and, and side. Yeah, renting it out. You right. know, you, you knew your cash flow going in. Like, pretty much. Well, 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 when you're putting yeah. zero down, there, yeah. sometimes it's like breaking even. Yeah. But then I ran the numbers. I'm like, do I, you know, again, I was still working at UPS. Mm. Do I pay into my RSP mm. or do I pay into my property? Mm. So I said, let me just pay into my property. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that two hundred dollars a month. Yeah. 
you know, twenty four hundred dollars a year, yeah. two thousand dollars a year. If I pay that into RSP, mm. that's a tax rate, mm. and then hopefully by sixty five, yeah, uh, <laughs> or. <laughs> Yeah. Or I put it into the property, yeah. so I said, let me put it into the property. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Any of those properties you still have now, or? One of them I still have, the one downtown. Oh, okay. um, I flipped one of them, two, I flipped the first two uh -huh. um, last year, uh -huh. but I still have one of the other ones that we, one of those second, there's two of the first properties that I bought downtown, Front of Spadina and Liberty, mm. Liberty Village, we still have. Okay, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice, 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 so nice. I think that's what I met you at too. Though. Correct, yeah, yes, okay, exactly, nice. right, yeah, 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 right yeah, at the yeah. corner there. Nice, so so uh, uh, at this time, you're in college and you have all these properties piling up. Like, did you, did you still finish college? You still finished? Like, yeah, my oh. parents wouldn't allow me. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. I know the story sounds good. Dropped yeah. out and started. Yeah, a yeah, no, no, I know exactly. You gotta go. You gotta go. Your school is the most no, important. No, absolutely, sure. and that's and again, mm. institutions, mm. right? So mm. everything we do is all with institutions, mm. right? Mm. So no, it was important to finish. So graduated with economics, nice. with, um, out of um, a U of T, and and then and then started working on um, building out the the brokerage. Okay. Right. The goal again was just starting to build. No, actually, not even a brokerage. Building out myself as a real estate agent. Okay. Yeah. And then getting my broker license. Yeah. And then it was around twenty-five or so after I got the two years of being a broker. Mm. When you know, I went to my dad and said, "Okay, you know what? Let's launch it now as a brokerage firm." Oh, okay. Nice. Right. So then that's when we launched Dream. So when you started, you were working with your dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was me and my dad were working at one of the home lives, mm. um, superstars. Funny enough, for home yeah. life. Yeah, one of the home life superstars. So I was there for about two years because okay. you needed to stay there for two years. Two years there, then I did another year um, at another brokerage. Mm. So three years of just you know learning Dirty, the ropes, yeah, 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 yeah. and then boom, launched the brokerage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. around twenty-five or so. Yeah. So that would have been almost seventeen, mm. seventeen years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 when, yeah, the, yeah. when the brokerage was started. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's yeah. A, that's serious. Okay, yeah. so then you had the brokerage. Right. And then um, from there, you know, was it OK, right, right away, I guess, start building your your team or just you and your dad at first. And then, you know, was I know because now you're in development and all that at right. that time, was that the plan or no? It was just like, OK, let's have our brokerage and let's just sell real estate. Was that no, the plan? The plan was always to, you know, build out a vertical integration, mm. right, which started with the buying real estate, then the brokerage, mm. then management, investment and development. Mm -hmm. So. Dreammaker Developments, that was, you know, registered that pretty much three, four years into real estate. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I would get into it, you know, seven years into real estate. I thought, you know, maybe 10, 15 years okay. into real estate, I'll work myself in, mm -hmm. do a little rental flip, yeah. you know, do some um, some infill properties yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But the Smaller jobs kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, but, you know, God works in... Yeah. In mysterious ways, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and the opportunity to jump into the development game, it would be almost 10 years ago, right? So really, again, it was seven, eight years into real estate that I decided to jump into the development space. But that was after really crushing it on the pre-construction side mm. for about four to five years mm -hmm. and understanding and becoming an expert in that space. Yeah, exactly, right? exactly. So yeah, the yeah. goal was first becoming an expert on the real estate side, on transactions, on yeah. the resale. Yeah first by doing it myself, yeah. which is what I did. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, you know what, for me to buy more properties, you know, I need more time to save up. Yeah. That's when I got into pre-construction. Okay. Right. And then by studying the fundamentals of where those pre-construction was happening, I was looking at the resale price points were always higher at that time mm -hmm. than the pre-construction prices. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, well, you know, drop 5%. 10% over a year yeah. is cheaper than the current product. Mm -hmm. That means by the time it's built, there's already a spread based yeah. on today. Yeah. Right. But with inflation, there's mm -hmm. more value, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a little bit of the economics degree. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's straight <laughs> economics. Yeah, straight yeah, economics, yeah, right? Yeah. And and then yeah, but then you know, then I realized how that pre-construction model was working mm -hmm. and the value of access. Mm -hmm. So while everyone was focusing on resale, you know, resale mm -hmm. sales, mm -hmm. and everything, that's when I said I need to focus on building infrastructure mm -hmm. and access. And that's when I went on the journey of, of building access and infrastructure. So that, that journey is now the last 10 years of you know, 
yeah, do sales here and there, but really let's build an infrastructure. Yeah. Because once that infrastructure is locked in, mm. you could do sales all day. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it is it so is it like the building? Because we had uh, Aaron Charles on it and he said the developer is uh, loves the art, and it sounds like you're you like the same thing. It's like you know you're you're, you're talking about building, and that's what it is. Like you see, you're overseeing like a whole thing, and it's just kind of forming together, right? Right. No, I, I you know for me, I love infrastructure mm-hmm. all types of building all types of development i love master planning mm. right so i love putting pieces together and that's and that's with the development game you're you're wearing multiple hats mm. which is different from the construction game where you're actually building it mm-hmm. right so development game you're planning it mm-hmm. which is what dream maker development does mm-hmm. but dream maker development is also the builder building it as well yeah, too, yeah. constructing it as mm-hmm. well too so on the development side you're managing the consultants yeah the planners, the architects, the engineers. Mm, mm. On, the, on the construction side, you're managing now the trades, mm. right? So then that's another level of battles that you got to deal with. So yeah. it's two different types of battles, yeah. right? Some people, there's developers and then there's builders. Mm. We knew right off the bat to really build that infrastructure. Yeah. Let's do both, mm. right? So we develop yeah. and then we build. Okay, yeah. I yeah. get you. And um, when, when I met you, you know, back in there, I think it was like probably like eight, nine years ago, right? And um, at that time, remember you? Um, I went and I went to go see you speak as well, right? And and you were speaking at a conference, and you were talking about like the different stages of development, Correct. and stuff like that. So you were on that from 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 those times, from those times, right? Can you go through that, like in terms of? Yeah, no. Again, like again, because I was doing pre-construction, and I remember that that chart that you know a lot of people use mm-hmm. now, you know, talks about the pre-construction stage. And getting it out, you know, friends and family, and mm. then VIP, and mm. then it goes to the public, mm. then it's on the resale side, mm. and then it checkers off. You know, there's a whole process way before that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's, a, it's, it's the land and then developing the land, but waiting for the infrastructure to come to those lands, whether mm. it be sewage, roads, mm. um, and other forms of infrastructure to make sure it could be serviced mm. to be developed. That piece. There's value being added, mm. right? And then there's an appreciation. But then now you know that all the infrastructure is around the land and the servicing is there. Mm. Now you want to create a master plan, yeah. right? And then in creating a real master plan is you know a subdivision, a school, a plaza, place of worship. That's a real master plan. Yeah. And then within the residential side, now you break that up, mm. right? You could be doing, you know, a mid-rise condo. Mm. You could be doing some towns. You could be doing some singles. Mm. Now you start getting that. You break up those blocks into the site plan. Now, now you start <laughs> getting to the site yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's the real yeah. development piece. Yeah. That, that, that could be 10 years on its own. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the construction mm. could be two to three years. Right, and then before the construction, you got the pre-sale, mm-hmm. right? So that's where with the sales side, right? Mm-hmm. And then after it's built, you got the condominium side. So like when I did Yorkdale, I made sure I went through the whole process outside of the turning it from, you know, raw land to, so it was already zoned within the official plans, the, the Yorkdale project, okay. but we, we finished the zoning, then we did the site plan, then we did the building permits, okay. then we did the pre-sales, then we built it then we did the property management after Mm. with the registration with the city Mm. and the condo board Mm. and then we registered the building right so Mm. like we i wanted to go through the full process yeah yeah right so that when i bring on partners bring on individuals i have a good sense of what the start to the to the finish is Okay, that's serious because that that building it's a staple, you know. And, and we're proud every time I drive by, I'm proud, you know. Like I built it, <laughs> you know. But that's, real, why, that's why we picked it there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we could have gone to much cheaper locations, yeah, yeah. much larger sites uh-huh. where it's not as tight. Mm. But that's 0. 0.7 of an acre. Okay. 0. 0.7 of an acre, mm. like on a on a ramp mm. on what, a main street. What gives you like? Because that's the thing, right? Um, a lot of people have fear in them like for something so big that you know like a, of a project like when you were doing that first off did you see it as a big project and then also you know what made you like go forward in doing that you know what it is it's like for for me right off the bat i wanted to get into the game to change the game mm. and have an impact mm-hmm. beyond just 
my circle. Mm -hmm. So the only way you have an impact if you go big. Yeah. For me, I like to go big or not even worth the time. Okay. The same effort to do one house, it's the same effort to do a building. Right, you still got to deal with the city, you mm -hmm. still got to deal with the drawings, you still got to deal with the engineers, mm -hmm. still got to deal with the servicing, mm -hmm. and then you still got to deal with the construction, mm -hmm. and then you still got to deal with the terrier, mm -hmm. right? You still got to deal with the purchaser, mm -hmm. right? So I said, let me let me multiply that mm -hmm. because with the one house, yeah, you could have an impact, mm -hmm. but with a building, you could have a bigger impact. Yep. In a building with that location, yeah. you can multiply that impact, mm -hmm. right? So whether it's the youth. Um, the older individuals, those that's going into the mall, those are driving by to go to Lawrence Heights, yeah. which is getting redeveloped. You know, they can look at that building. Yeah. They could, but we've had school trips at that yeah, building. Yeah, like yeah, we've yeah, had yeah, kids yeah, come yeah, from yeah, Jane and Finch yeah. mm -hmm. on a school bus and do a tour of the building like it's a nice. museum. Yeah, right? straight <laughs> like, Real talk. Right? Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's, that's a legacy. We, yeah. we built our legacy on day one, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're just adding to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see now, you know, you have, like I said, I, I seen the other day, I seen you guys are making castles and things right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's real though, you know? And mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, that's, those are really I like, I like I like new challenges. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like I said, we, you know, I jumped into development because, you know, sales wasn't challenging me enough. Mm. Right, I gotta be challenged in everything mm, I do. Mm, mm, mm. Right, so that's why I said, how do I challenge myself? And then okay, then we did the condo. I was like, let's some, let's do some towns. Mm, mm. Let's do a custom home. Mm. Let's do a commercial building. Mm -hmm. What if we build a hotel? Mm. What if we convert this industrial building? Mm -hmm. Right, like, like like let's let's turn this mm. uh, four townhouses into a rooming house. Mm. Let's build out forty rooms. Mm. Right, so like you know, it's for me is. You know the creativity of turning something like nothing into something mm -hmm. right but then always doing it where there's multiple impact mm -hmm. beyond just the building or the product being done yeah right so every project has to has an impact mm -hmm. that's why the location is critical yeah in all the projects that we do um, so that it has multiple impact and exposure mm -hmm. and then the creativity of that okay you know what you know, you took one house, converted into six towns. Mm. You took a corner lot, converted it to a boutique building. Mm. Took an industrial building, converted it to a high-end boutique hotel. Mm. Right? So that, now we're taking a triplex, converting it to a tenplex. Okay. Right? So the idea is like, how do we, you know, work outside the box and just do something that, you know, is creative from my point of view. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you, you must have been built some way because you know, do all the things always work out? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that, you know, maybe what you have had in the past certain things certain things that built you built you so that you're able to keep going like can you talk more about that because of course we see everything's going by i'm sure there were some oh, kind yeah. of challenges you can't were. like i tell you, you can't you can't be in any game without losses mm -hmm. right but then you gotta look at okay like when you look at you know the stats of jordan mm -hmm. championships mm -hmm. multiple championships but there's losses too mm -hmm. but for me i'm always looking at things from a big picture mm -hmm. point of view what is the end goal of what we're trying to do? We're trying to build a legacy. We're trying to build infrastructure. And when we're on the road 23 out of 24 hours, that means we're more prone to accidents mm -hmm. than somebody on the road one out of 24 hours, mm -hmm. right? So if there is an accident, it's part of the game. Mm -hmm. If there is a battle that's lost, but the war is still winnable, mm -hmm. that's part of the game. Right, I knew that get it into it. Okay. Oh yeah, I knew. Can that you give us like some examples, just so you know, like like something that you recall that was like, oh yeah. and then you overcame it or something. Yeah, no, like the that. the biggest one for us was our project in Richmond Hill. Okay. You know, I jumped into that project while Yorkdale was on the fourth floor. My Pickering site, twenty three towns, was under construction. I'm still running the brokerage. Mm. I just started Dream Legacy. Mm. Uh, what Dreammaker Ventures was about to was about to launch, and then someone brought the Richmond Hill site. I'm like thinking, okay, you know what? About four years or so mm. to get approved, mm. which is perfect. Yorkdale will be done. Mm. Pickering will be done. Transition over there, mm. and then at that time, transition to the city with the, what we're doing at Bayview and York Mills. Mm. Then five years then six years, uh, then seven years. Mm. By that time, we're, we're finishing this project. And it'll be eight, nine years until we're like, you know what, this is not happening anymore. And the craziest thing up till now, project's still not approved. 
So for me, that was a big lesson. There's other reasons behind why I didn't get approved, but but that's the game that we play in, mm. right? But but why it didn't stop what we're doing because you know when you're doing ten things mm. and you're shooting eighty percent, mm. you know. I wasn't the best at school, but 80% is good. Yeah, of course. 80% yeah, 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 is good, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, just yeah. gotta keep on going, oh, yeah. right? So that's where for us, we kept on going throughout the pandemic mm. with another partner. We built out a custom home division mm. and now doing 10 custom homes, average price of five to $10 million. You know, before we were, we were buying, we were selling product mm. for 124, mm. just 16 years ago. Wow. Now that's the cost of some of the kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so yeah, <laughs> like for us is always learning, mm. always building, yeah. always learning, always inspiring, mm. always knowing that those are watching and we're making an impact mm. and it's giving them the ability to be like, I could do this too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, I could yeah, do yeah. this too. Sure. That's why we've always been open to show the ropes, yeah. open to say, here's the game. Yeah. Go out and do it. Yeah. Right. And now, like, you know, when we spoke about real estate, there wasn't like you were doing a podcast. Like, I think maybe you could say five people come and do the podcast of talk about real estate. Yeah. Now, yeah. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Within yeah. your network, twenty-five. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, and now it's not just selling real estate. Mm. It's building real estate. Mm. It's renovating. It's yeah. custom homes. Yeah. It's cus It's townhouses. Mm -hmm. Right. So. We're we're excited about what we've helped to change. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, we're, of that, course, that's it's, part it's, of the a, game. it's the mindset because you don't know unless you know, right? And if you don't see it, then you don't think it's possible. Like you know, you don't have have a grip sign. But you know, yeah, just the fact that we see you doing it, so okay, yeah, you know, Donna, I can get into that. You know, I can, <laughs> and then I guess it's just the information that you know, right? That like to to build like so with that, I I take it you did the same as your parents were asking questions. I take it right, and, and oh and yeah. You're still on yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah. Always asking questions, always researching, mm. always learning. Yeah. It's, again, always a student of the game. Mm -hmm. Always a student of the mm -hmm. game. That, that's why we've been able to do so many different projects mm. in a relatively short period of time. Yeah. Like it's been 10 years and we've done 10 plus projects. Wow. Right, that's mm. but most projects take three to four years. Mm. Right, so yeah, that's doing you're, you're juggling you have a bunch of them going on. Exactly, uh -huh. right, and and not just with the signs there, but completed mm. projects. Right, mm. so so that's that's and, and we again we didn't just come in to just be a player. Mm -hmm. We really wanted to make an impact. Yeah, we really wanted to be able to go to the institution and say. How can we play ball? Mm. You know, how can we go from a nine-story building to a 30-story building? Mm -hmm. How can we go from doing 23 townhouses to now we're about to launch 67 townhouses? Okay. Right? Now we're gonna launch in, in Collingwood 37 townhouses. Mm. Right? And then we're finalizing another whole um, condo in, in Woodbridge for hundred plus units. Okay. Right. So like for, for us. You know, we're just we're just we're just getting started. Yeah, I yeah, see that. And you're talking about the impact, right? Yeah. And I remember again last time when I met with you, and that's what I'm saying. I, I keep bringing that time back because that time, even then, you were just giving a bunch of game. Like you're just going and just sharing everything. I'm like, oh, lead, what's this guy say? So <laughs> but you it's know, I appreciate it, bro. No, you know, same thing. Sense, yeah, it's making sense. Maybe right now you're gonna, yeah. you're talking about the planet and like what you said with the the city has to run the lines to this. I didn't even think about that. You know, so like you could have land in a certain area, but you can't necessarily build if you don't have the infrastructure around it. Infrastructure you know, so that's what I'm saying. So I want you to talk about the impact because before you were talking, I remember at that time, like you know, everyone that's on my team, they have to drive like I think it was like a bench or oh, something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. have a standard. So I want you to go about that. Like, why is that important to you? Like setting that standard all the time. Because our standards is, is so low when mm. it comes to mainstream. Mm. Right? Because of what we currently what we what we as a community, what we've been doing, and like I said, when most of us came here, we didn't come here to, to set our roots. Mm. We didn't come here to build infrastructure, mm. right? So as a result of that, you know, there was a notion that we have lower standards, which is not true. Yeah. When you go back home, you know, there's yeah. castles yeah. there. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Well, everywhere, with fences, gates, exactly. all that's so serious. Right, yeah. but, but you got to be part of a system to build that. Yeah. Right? And yeah. You got to be part of a system to build that. So, mm -hmm. so for me, I knew where we were trying to go mm. and I knew that it's going to be a journey. Mm. I knew that we're going to have to change a lot of mindset. 
So everyone that was part, part of that journey, like I remember we had an event last week with our, with our agents. I said, there hasn't been anyone that's come through the dream ecosystem, rarely directly or indirectly, that hasn't elevated. Mm. If they didn't elevate, it's because they didn't put in time. Mm. You are listening to the Wealth Talk Podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk Podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the mind assistance program, particularly the Focus 11, which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. They didn't put in time within that dream ecosystem. Mm. But every single person that came through dream mm. currently in the past and mm. elevated to something else. Mm. They, they came in better than how they started. Wow. Right? They yeah. left better than yeah. how they yeah. started. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that was always the notion, right? Mm-hmm. That was always the notion. And that is still the notion, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And that's, that's a legacy. Mm. That's a le- when, you, when you go into a university, the goal is you're, you're better than when you started. Yeah. You're smarter than when you started. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. more exposed yeah. than when you started, mm. right? Because that means you had a good professor. Mm. That means there was good infrastructure. That means there was a good library. Mm-hmm. That means there's a good student center, mm-hmm. right? At, and then you graduated, mm-hmm. right? And then maybe you graduate to do your master's. Mm-hmm. You graduate mm-hmm. to do your PhD. Dream Maker has been that for the community. That's serious. Dream Maker has been that for the community. No, yo, yo, it's deep. Yeah, yo, I have to hear you on that because that's deep. Like how you're talking, like you're, it's like a school. Like it's, it's been a school. Yeah, that's what it is. It's hundreds, yep. like thousands. Mm-hmm. We change, change the lives of thousands. Mm-hmm. We've changed the lives of millions. Because those thousands have changed the lives of a lot of people. Mm. You're changing the lives of people. We talked eight yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's not yeah, that you yeah, have yeah. to work for yeah. a company. Exactly, yeah. But it's yeah, conversation. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I've gotten calls from certain people that I went and speak at their school in Scarborough. Now they're, you know, artists mm. and they're giving back. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me how similar to you. They were at that time, I think 15, mm. and I would have been. I guess 25, and they met me at uh, Liberty Village. Okay. I gave them my business okay. card, yeah. and I said, just chase your dreams. Nice. And that was it. Mm. That was enough for them to elevate. Mm. Other than my dad, I didn't have no other conversation with someone that mm. said, chase your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Okay. Nah. That's why we launched Dream Maker. Mm. Right? So that's yeah, why people yeah, come yeah. into our circle. Yeah. And now there a lot of them are chasing their dreams. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You're a dream maker for real. And, and and I want you to go about we're like, we're, why is this so embedded in you? Where you know you're giving of yourself so much, you know, that you know, I want you to go more deeper into that. Because God has given me so much so early, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like it'll be a sin to be exposed to so much so early. At a time when, you know, 21 years old, 19 years old, 20, could have been exposed to so many other things. Mm -hmm. But fortunate enough, my God allowed my parents to put me in an environment where I'll be exposed to good things Mm -hmm. very early, Mm -hmm. understand it, Mm -hmm. grow from it and learn from it. And you got to give back. Yeah, yeah. You can't wait until you're 50 to give back. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the reason why. And I think by that, it's opened up other doors. Mm. Like it's opened up other doors. Like we're not a real estate company. Mm-hmm. We're an asset management company. Yeah. We're building an institution. Mm-hmm. Like we're building an institution in multiple verticals. Mm. That's why we have our foundation mm. and the knowledge of research. That's why we have our venture fund and we're the only institutionally backed venture fund for black founders. Mm all within the same 10 years of building 10 different projects. Wow. Right, so how can't I not give back? Mm. 
right? When given so much. Wow, that's right. amazing. Right. Yeah. I want to bring that out because, you know, with the map book, that's one of the focus 11. Like we have 11 things that we focus on uh, with, like to create wealth, right? And contribution is one of those things. And, you know, I see that pour out with you. And then also another thing that I see that you have and is, in, is within your family is your relationships. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the relationships, like, because that's how I got to meet you. You know, uh, your auntie Joy, you know, she's yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. oh, my, my nephew, oh, you have to be, you know, this, this, you know. And after I just connected with you and then you're so open to reach out to us and then, you know, you're just giving us all this game, but it just shows the relationship you have with her and then also how you open up to me and, and I see the people that you're around, you know, so relationships. I want you to go, go more into that and, you know, why that is important. You know, because, you know, for me, I never wanted to be the only one. Mm. Like, what's the value of just being the only one? Like, I, I truly wanted there to be a mass adoption, mm. uh, adoption of the real estate game. Mm. A mass adoption of the generational wealth concept. Yes. yes. A mass adoption of building infrastructure. Yeah. A mass adoption of ownership, mm. building your own yeah. business mm. so that there's a true community built. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I can't just it's be true. here in silo building, mm. driving and, and just selling product. Mm. Nah, they get yeah. like, what's the, and then it comes to a point then what, like what was, what else, what else is more? What's the purpose? Mm. What's the purpose? Mm. Like, for our community to be where it is now, from where it started 10 years ago, in the next 10 years, it's gonna be amazing to mm, see. Yeah, like, it's yeah. gonna be amazing. I got daughters that are 11, nine, and six. It's, it's gonna be a great community for them mm, in 10 years, mm, 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 right? And, and that's really a foundation that we've been part of. Mm, like, I remember I, I spoke about it at York University almost like seven, eight years ago about the different phases of the black community yeah. going from whether it be the slavery phase mm. to the social phase to the political phase, like meaning allowed to go to school, yeah. allowed to vote. Mm. And at that time, 10 years ago, I was talking about the economic phase. Mm. And now when you see everything that the government is doing, mm. they've now doubled down on the economic phase, mm. not just on the social phase. The social phase is very important, yeah. but you can't fix the social problems without fixing the economic mm. problems as well, right? And that's now the found. That's the we've helped lay that foundation. Okay, thank so you. So now there's social impact that are being that's social investment. Yeah, right. That are now being done as a result of what our focus was from day one, mm -hmm. which was to make a legacy and to actually build infrastructure, not just sell real estate, because mm. then. Go sell shoes. Yeah, exactly. Go sell whatever. Yeah, Go yeah, sell yeah, cars. Yeah. There's meaning behind what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. what you're saying as well, because, you know, when you're talking about building, it's going to be a whole new perspective, especially like you said with the black community. Because right now, if you, if you take it in, the black community is who claims areas the most too, you know? Like, oh, I'm from this area or, you know, that area. You know, you, you already know the different hoods or whatever. But the thing is, there's no ownership in there. No ownership. So now, what, like, and that's what, what, you, what you said that it just charged me up because now the perspective is, yeah, we're going to have an area, but we're going to be building that area. Correct. And that's where it's businesses as well too. Because mm. It comes back to the master plan. Mm -hmm. The master plan includes institutions, businesses, plazas, um, low rise, mid rise, place of worship. That's a community. Mm. You know, a business center, a hotel, mm. hospitality, tech-enabled businesses. Yeah. We've seen the impact of technology, yeah. prop tech. Like, these are all part of the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's why, I, 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 like, you're, you're definitely the reason why I see even the government is, you know, throwing stuff out for the black community and all that stuff. You know, with grants, that's a whole other story. Every time I applied for a grant, I never got it, so I just gave up my grants, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I, I want to get, get back into it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I want you to talk about that now because now you have an in, we you know, with the government, you know, and, you know, of course, people have, you know, certain things. And, and like you said, the infrastructure want to build it. And I, I, now that you're showing the, the real vision, I can see, you know, why, you know, like what you're really doing on a large scale. Right. So like with that now, you know, how are we going to trickle that in? Like, like you said, how, how is the you know, government going to help us make this happen? Well, the biggest thing is that, you know, we were fortunate Dream Legacy got awarded um, the knowledge research. And I don't think 
our community, not, I think our community understands the value, but not everyone really understands the value. But we know that data is power. Mm. And it's hard for banks, universities, institutions to do anything without the data mm. that's provided to, let's do this because of this. Mm. You know, Instagram, Netflix, all these different technologies have data and based on that, they could do things, they could mm -hmm. present things mm -hmm. that is to your benefit mm -hmm. because of you know, what you like and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. And then they'll try and sell you something or present something to you that they feel is for you. Mm -hmm. It's hard for the banks and the government and businesses, corporations to present things to the black community without understanding the data. Mm -hmm. Dream Legacy in partnership with Carleton University has now been funded to provide research on black entrepreneurship over the next four years. Mm. And we're going across Canada. We're going to do a partnership with another probably 10 to 15 universities and colleges across Canada and 100 black nonprofits to see what are the gaps in entrepreneurship mm. for within the black community. What are the gaps for entrepreneurs when it comes to getting big contracts, yeah. when it comes to doing financing, mm. when it comes to doing transaction mm. in all industries, industries that we're in today, yeah. industries that we're not in today, yeah. industries that are going to be big tomorrow, mm. and how do we position ourselves to be part of that mm -hmm. tomorrow, yeah. right? Like, how do we position ourselves to be part of the blockchain wave? Mm, yeah the prop tech wave, mm -hmm. the health tech wave, mm -hmm. and other industries that are being built up. Yeah. So that's the data mm -hmm. that we're going to be researching on um, for the next four years. And I'm excited about that. Okay. Like There's a lot of things that we're excited about under DreamMaker, but that's one area. Truly excited because then that's going to have a massive ripple effect for the entrepreneur that's watching what you're doing. Yeah right that's coming up in the next five years mm. you know they're going to have a different path yeah because by the time they go to the banks the banks are going to have recommendations of how to work with entrepreneurs because everyone's different yeah yeah everyone's different uh -huh, uh -huh. right so no that we're, we're excited about that yeah we're, we're even at the, the the mixer that we went to the other day um my boy curtis you know he's my client as well you know i work with him and then he showed me you know some app idea he had and i was like yo this mm -hmm. is serious Right? And after I'm like, yo, this is a great idea, you know? And I see he was coming, talking to you, talking to sure like, you know, like different people that, you know, could potentially invest. So what you're saying is you're setting up that platform, you know? So if you could, like someone like him, you could go and make that happen, like on, well, on a so, faster scale, right? So that's, that's, our platform is on the research. What you're now talking about is what we're doing with BKR Capital. So BKR Capital is the first institutionally backed venture fund mm. for black founders, mm. black tech founders. We're backed, $20 million fund, EDC, um, Scotiabank, BDC, Telus Ventures um, are all part of our investors in that fund mm. to invest in founders. So we've already invested in four companies. We're okay. going to invest in 18 companies over the next three years. Um, check sizes from two fifty to five hundred thousand. Okay. And the goal is to find the next unicorn. Okay. The goal is to build black tech founders mm. in Canada. You are listening to the Wealth Talk podcast, hosted by Richard Adokasi from Create Wealth Network. The Wealth Talk podcast is expanding on the principles that are within the map book, the Mind Assistance Program, particularly the Focus Eleven which are 11 aspects that we focus on in life to create wealth. These aspects include mental, spiritual, physical, relationships, financial, yourself, contribution, new, business, learn, discipline. We will feature guests that specialize in these aspects to expand your awareness and consciousness on creating wealth. Thank you and enjoy the show. Canada, because then there's a massive ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. Now there's excess dollars mm. in the community. That's what, yep, that's what we need, exactly, for sure, to, to circle around. So let's say those four that got, they got the thing. How did they get it? Like, can you tell us, how, did, how, how do we get access to these funds? So, so they, they applied through our pipeline at BKR Capital, mm -hmm. um, and then they went through a full process, mm -hmm. right? So 
there's full due diligence, then we have an advisory team, we have an investment committee team, um, then we, we speak to their clients. So the four that we got into, uh, one is called Goody, they're based out of Montreal, they're an e-commerce um, platform. Um, the next one is MICC, they're in the fintech space, okay. out, of, out of PEI. Okay. Out of PEI, okay. bro. Mm. Like that's mm. the reach yeah, across, yeah, yeah. across Canada. Yeah. Um, they're doing they're doing great. They ended up closing on their round, mm -hmm. and then the other one um, that we co-invested with some other um, LPs is called Trips or Plentywaka. Okay. They're actually based in West Africa. Oh wow! And they're digitizing the bus system. Okay. In West Africa, okay. and they're setting up an office here as well too. Oh wow! So within our fund, we have a, a percentage that we could invest outside Canada, mm. but the goal uh, ninety plus percent is. Canadian Canada, founders, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so, with the due diligence, though, like, what are some of the things, like, you know, what are the, some of the things in that due diligence process that, like, make these people qualify? So the the ability to scale your technology, okay, uh, the ability to gain traction, mm -hmm. right? Um, like in terms of customer traction or business traction, um, what type of team that you have? What's your success story of as a founder, mm -hmm. right? Because we're again we're pre seed to about Series A. Right, um, you know, so in terms of valuation of companies, will be companies that are around three million valuation to about twelve million valuation, mm -hmm. and looking to raise anywhere from half a million to about one point five. So okay. you know, we're familiar with like the Dragon's Den, yeah, yeah, exactly, the Shark yeah, Tank, yeah, yeah. right? Like similarly to that. Mm -hmm. And now what we've done with our hotel slash business hub by the airport, Dream Suites, is that we're turning that into a business hub into a co-working space as well too and we're going from 12 to 24,000 square feet so we're going to build an athletic center oh, as wow. well as well too so we're, we're going to build it as a space for entrepreneurs to come in interact learn about business ideas learn how to collaborate learn about deals that you're doing like the event that we're at yeah imagine that event but just as a regular normal yeah. day yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's Again, going back to environment, mm -hmm. but you need infrastructure to create an environment you want. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we have the infrastructure. Now we're creating different environments. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Honestly, like I, I like how you go so deep into things, you know, <laughs> and in detail, you know, and you know, like like with the because with the detail, I guess you have to know every single piece, right? You gotta know every single piece of what's going on, you know. But overall, you know, I get I get you. You have a vision, <laughs> right? And your vision is. You know this thing that it seems like it doesn't end you know it's 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 so it's so large yeah, it's large right so you know i want you to talk about that why is that important why does it have to be so large like what does that do for you it keeps me motivated mm. like i said i like challenges so mm. that means i need to think big mm. and i need to think about big impacts mm. and i need to think about impacting those that i have not even met me yet Right, but then by the time they meet somebody through the indirect connections to one of my programs or one of my initiatives, they've met me. Mm. Right, like that's the way I'm thinking, and that's the way I'm operating, and it is it's just it's just in my blood, and there's no stopping it now. Mm. We're, we're, we're already <laughs> in that course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're already working with the federal government. We're already working with ten plus universities. We've already built the buildings. Mm. We've already built the business hub. Mm. We've already created the first black tech incubator mm. in Canada. We've already created the first housing program yeah. for black families mm. with Habitat and mm. Black North. Mm. So by creating all these initiatives, mm. we're on that course mm. of creating generational change. Mm. So we can't stop now. Wow. <laughs> we can't stop now. So how are, how are you getting all these new things to do? Like environment i'm just in the right environment right I, i'm just in the right environment and and i always place myself god willing in those right environments and and individuals that may be in an environment i want to be in are reaching out and saying that we like what you're doing how can we collaborate you know because our focus was on infrastructure from day one it was never sales because it was sales then i'll be getting a lot of sales awards <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're playing a 
different game. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So yeah, I see even um, like all your family is in like in something within development and real estate. You know, like I guess the, the whole family, like, and I know when I talked to you the other day too, that's what you said, you're like, you know, you're, you have everyone so that, you know, everyone can serve, you know, in their specialty. Correct, right? exactly. You know, my brother is in law, you know, my sister's in real estate, my cousin's in real estate, you know, his cousin is in real estate, mm. you know, like his, you know, his friend is getting to real estate. Again, we're, we're, we're built, and, and it doesn't just all have to be in dream, but directly or indirectly yeah. is connected to dream mm -hmm. in one capacity or mm -hmm. the other. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, that's an amazing, mm -hmm. that's an amazing thing, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's a special, a special thing that I said, again, there's now no excuses mm -hmm. for our community mm -hmm. to succeed mm -hmm. and thrive. Mm -hmm. All the tools are there. Like there's more mentors now than we could even name. Yeah. Right. And, and, a lot of mentors are open to come to yeah. talk. Oh, for sure. No, I appreciate share, that. Right? And that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons for the Walk Top podcast too, you know, to be that extended reach to Correct. everyone that could get to you or, you know, because not everyone could get to everybody, you know, right. and I, I'm right. grateful and I thank God that, you know, I'm being, you know, connected with, you know, such people. And I want, I want to bring that to God too, because he mentioned that, you know, that, you know, about God and, you know, and because when you're thinking so big, it must be God that's channeling you, sure. you know, and I sure. see you're all about service, sure. you know, so I want you to talk about that and your connection and, you know, why that, why that's so important, you know, because sometimes we've, people, they think, oh, like, when something happens to us, oh God, but you know, you're talking about it in, in a graceful manner. Right. You yeah, know? No, absolutely. You got like the thing, the hardest thing to have is faith because mm. you can't touch it. Mm. Right. So like if, if you have faith, you're going to accomplish something and you haven't even started, you know, that like that's a spiritual mm. thing inside you. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, when I was 28 and I said, okay, we're going to start this project that we've never done before. Mm. We've never renovated before mm. but we're going to build a building and we're, <laughs> we're going to build it here uh, that's a lot of faith yeah, because sure. there's a lot of moving pieces mm -hmm, mm -hmm, that sometimes you have no control over mm. as much as you want to control you have no control over mm. so if you don't have a strong faith it's not something that you can walk through but everyone has a level of faith when you get when you go to school and you, you're there for four years for five years you have faith that you know what I'm doing, there's a reward for it, mm. right? The sacrifice yeah. I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. the journey I'm going through, mm. there's a reward. Mm. Everyone is going through a journey, mm. right? One is maybe one more harder than the other, but everyone is going through their own journey, right? Mm. So I, I, I wanted to make sure the journey that I'm taking is going to have a lasting impact, mm. right? And, and it, it's going to make and it's going to change policies because... I've been fortunate to be in those rooms. Mm. How could I be in a room and see that you know billions of dollars are going into tech and black founders aren't being and I'm getting black capital and then I walk out of that meeting? Mm. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. There's a reason yeah. why I'm in that yeah, room. Yeah, room. Yeah. There's for a sure, reason why I'm in that room. You need someone to speak up and say something. Yeah. Is that, that's how change happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you just got to be strategic in it. Mm -hmm. Right? There's ways to make change. Like mm -hmm. in, in, in 36 months, in 48 months, the conversation of black and tech has been drastically changed. Yeah, yeah. It took a decade plus for real estate in the black community. Mm -hmm. Because we didn't know strategically how to make those impact. Yeah. But sorry, it took 17 years. Yeah. But with tech, we did it in four. Because mm. we went institutions, then we went this, then we went that. Okay. Boom. Now it's across the city. I know what you're saying, yeah. Now tech is across the city. Mm. With development, it took one project mm. in Yorkdale. Yeah. That anybody knows that location. Yeah. yeah. Right? Exactly. So that one project has made an impact. Mm. If we did no other project, that one project yeah. has made an impact. Yeah. Right? So if we're going to do something, we want to do something that has an impact. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, honestly, I appreciate you, Isaac, for coming on here. You know, you just shared so much, you know, and you know, this platform is something that's ongoing. So we'd love to even have you on here again. But if you could just share, like, how can people reach you or even reach DreamMaker? You know, because you know, I know if I had to go through your secretary to get <laughs> 
but you know, like, uh, but yeah, you're responsive yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah I was, I was on even on Instagram, I was communicating responses. So, you know, how do we, you know, tap in? Like, how yeah, so um, our Instagram page, um, yeah, Dreammaker TO on Instagram page, um, on our LinkedIn page, uh, Dreammaker as well. Um, we're going to be hosting a lot of events at our hotel, Dream Suites um, at YYZ. Um, and yeah, we're, we're hoping to announce our second hotel by the end of this year, okay. which will be Midtown Toronto nice. um, as well too. And, and our other projects that we're going to be going to the Ottawa region, mm. the BC region as well too. So yeah, we're just going to keep on scaling, mm. you know, and, and we're, you know, comfort a ride mm. and it's a long journey, Yeah. Um, but there's going to be multiple wins along the way. Nice. Yeah. And you know, like th that's something that. I want to ask, like, how can I help you and how can you know, we help you, anyone that's on here? Because, you know, you're at that, those heights, but of course, you know, you need people as well, you know, to help get you yeah. up because you're pulling up people. So we need to keep boosting as well, you know. And, you know, uh, Aaron, when he came on here, that was one of his big things too. That you, want, you know, how can I help you? And that's something that we do got to say more, you know. So I want to know, like, how can I help you and how can anyone that's tuned in here help you, you know, with your vision? Well, that's a great question. You know, I've never really thought about that you know I, I think really you know a lot of people I've collaborated with so many people mm -hmm. you know I think I think first is everyone shifting the mindset that wealth takes time mm -hmm. and a journey mm -hmm. right sustainable wealth mm -hmm. right and we're on a journey for sustainable wealth mm -hmm. and, and if you want to be part of that journey reach out to us mm -hmm. because we're not just in real estate Mm. We're in hospitality. Mm. We're in venture. Mm. We're in the nonprofit space. Mm. We're in the custom house space. Mm. We're in the affordable housing space. Mm. There is so many places we could plug mm. individuals mm. in. And I, as I told you, in the last 17 years, there's no one that's come through the dream ecosystem that hasn't elevated. Mm. And that's graduated. a fact. Yeah, that's, yeah, fact. that's amazing. Yeah. You know, honestly, yeah. Isaac. <laughs> I appreciate you. God bless you, man. Bless Keep you doing too, what brother. you're doing, man. You, Real man. talk, man. We appreciate it. You know, well taught podcast. I know you got a lot of information, so you're gonna have to play this back <laughs> and take some notes. And you know, he's available. Like you said, he just showed all the ways that you can reach him. You know, and, and that's what we're here to do this for. So thank you for tuning in. You know, such an amazing episode. God bless. Thank you. Yes, man.